Welcome back to the Wait For It podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mr. Eric Almighty. And for this episode on Wait For It Wednesday, we are going to be talking about an anime called Akami Ga Kill. So as the title implies, I'm going to convince you why you should watch this anime in less than 10 minutes. Let's get to it. This is the Wait For It podcast. Excited to have you guys back here this week for another episode on this series. If you're new to the show, we're going to get into this pretty quickly, jump into the plot, and talk a little bit about what the show is even about. And hopefully, by the end, you'll be convinced to add it to your watch list or queue on whatever streaming platform you may have available. This one, in particular, I found on Netflix. So, today we're going to be talking about a comic guy kill. And we follow the story of this anime through the perspective of a character named Tatsumi, who has entered the capital in search of a way to make money for his village. After being separated from his friends in a bandit attack on the way there, he's taken in by a noble family, but then an assassin group called Night Raid attacks, and he learns the truth about the corruption going on in the capital. As a result of what happens on that fateful night, he joins Night Raid, which consists of a colorful cast of characters we'll get into here. Now, one of the cool things that kind of sets the show apart, the members of Night Raid and many of the people they face carry something called Imperial Arms. And they're basically unique weapons created 900 years ago out of extremely rare materials, as well as from legendary animals called Danger Beasts. And the power from these Imperial Arms is so overwhelming that it's said that when two users fight each other, at least one of them is bound to die. I found that as a very compelling hook when I was watching the anime, and I definitely can tell you that this is a show that you cannot get attached to too many characters, otherwise you're going to be very, very sad. I personally found the characters very memorable, many of them that I was definitely heartbroken for if they died or if they lost someone very close to them in the group. It was definitely tough for me to watch some of these lovable characters go through such tough circumstances. And, and we're going to just start off with some of the characters that were the most memorable for me. As I mentioned during the plot there, Tatsumi, he is the main character of the show. And we see everything pretty much through his perspective from the beginning. He's a pretty good swordsman, you know, he can hold his own, uh, but he's very naive at first, getting a really tough reality check several times throughout the first half of the season. And you know, he does have his typical main character traits. It works here though, because there's a lot of other great characters, and he really does shine over time when he finally gets an Imperial Arms. And I'm not going to go over his because I don't want to spoil anything, but once he gets it, it's pretty cool. Now, as the title mentions, Akame is actually the second main character, if you will. And I like her a lot because she's very serious in most moments, uh, you know, whenever she's not around food anyway. And she's very caring in her own ways for her team. She gets a lot of development. And while the show is named after her, we pretty much follow Tatsumi. She's a very important character throughout the series. She's also got a very distinct look, which is the long black hair, the red eyes. Her Imperial Arms is also very notable. It's a sword that can instantly kill whoever it cuts. She's a very skilled assassin and she can take out almost anyone. Whenever she gets into a fight, it is an absolute treat to see on the screen. 
And there are a lot of characters in Night Raid that you tend to spend a little bit of time with, at least an episode with, where you get to learn a little bit more about them and you really start to get attached to them. There's a couple of the characters that I'll mention. One of them, her name is Mine. She's got a very distinct look as well. Pink hair and twin tails and pink eyes. She's very stuck up, very cold at first, but you get a good glimpse into why she's like that. And she, her Imperial Arms is a weapon called Pumpkin that gets more powerful based on how much danger that user is in. All of these weapons that everyone has available, they're very unique, very cool, very interesting, and, and there's a lot of other great characters in Night Raid. You've got Lubbock, Susano, Chelsea, a lot of other ones that I won't get a chance to mention, but are all characters you can get attached to, and when anything happens around them or to them, you know, that's definitely something that sticks with you throughout the entire show. Now, while the main villain is the Prime Minister, and of course the young Emperor that he's basically brainwashing, the main character that you could kind of say on the villain side is General Esdeath, and she leads a group called the Jaegers to defeat Night Raid. Her Imperial Arms is that she can create and manipulate ice, and while that may sound very simple and very bland, it's very powerful. She's probably the strongest character, one of the strongest characters in the show. She does have a weakness though, and she's obsessed with finding someone to love, which I know, I know it sounds very corny, but I've got to say for this show, it really worked and the way they went about it, I ended up finding myself rooting for her. I really wanted her to find that love with the person she ends up pretty much meeting, and I found her to be a pretty compelling villain because of that. In that group of the Jaegers, there's other interesting characters, and they all pretty much feel very similar to Night Raid. You end up spending time with them, and you end up appreciating them, so they pretty much mirror a couple characters from Night Raid, and it makes it easy to kind of get behind them as well and see what they're fighting for. Now, before we get to the final stages of this episode, if you are enjoying it so far or you want to find more of our content, you can find us over on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Wait For It Podcast or on Twitter at Wait For It Pod. We're streaming across multiple platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and almost anywhere else that you stream your favorite content. And if you're someone who's looking to start a podcast or needs a place to record, Consider using Squadcast with the link down in the show notes to help support the show. And now that you know where to find us, let's go ahead and jump into the animation of the series. Now, Akami Got Kill actually aired in 2014, so for a show that's about six years old, like I mentioned on the Assassination Classroom review, you would expect that animation to be pretty good. And I can pretty much tell you that it does meet my expectations. And from its funny moments to its action scenes to its more dramatic moments, it is a show that definitely feels like an anime, and it feels like a top quality one at that. Now for this anime, there are about 24 episodes, and it's split into two opening tracks. The first one is called Skyreach, and it's actually performed by, a, by Akame's Japanese voice actress, Sora Amamiya, which really gave it a distinct feel, especially knowing that afterwards. It definitely sounds like that character, and it definitely resonated with me. The second opening theme song is called Liar Mask, performed by Rika Mayama. And for Akami Got Kill, simply put, this show is a roller coaster. It has a lot of twists, it has a lot of turns, and it definitely takes you on a ride that is not for everybody. But if you are fairly new into the anime worlds and all of these different shows that are going on, I implore you to definitely stop what you're doing and give this show a chance. I think you'll really enjoy it. And if you're an experienced anime veteran and you haven't seen this anime yet, I definitely think 
you're doing yourself a disservice and you should put that on your to-do list as soon as possible. With all that being said, I hope I've done enough during this little bit of time together for me to convince you to watch A Kame Got Kill. Now that we're at the end of the episode, please take a moment to hear about our affiliate for this episode, Buzzsprout. If you're looking to start your own podcast, podcasting isn't that hard when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. We use Buzzsprout for the Way Forward podcast, and we don't know where we'd be without it. They get your show listed in every major podcast platform. You'll get a great-looking website for your podcast, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, and tools to promote your episodes. Not sure where to start? Well, just go ahead and use some of the gear that you already have and a quiet space. But if you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. So join us and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. And most importantly, it helps support our show. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this episode for Wait For It Wednesday and for this series in general. You guys have given us a lot of love. We've seen a lot of downloads across multiple platforms. So if anime content is what you're looking for, I will see you next time. Again, my name is Mr. Eric Almighty, and please don't forget that we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and all you have to do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Podcast.